Welcome. You are listening to The Pod, the best NFT podcast there will ever be. Let's start it. Yes, I'm obsessed with this song. What? It's really good, guys. Don't you agree? It's fucking crap. I'm gonna play the fire. It's yeah. a crap. It's a crap song. Sorry, it's a crap song. Future, we right, need future to set up more. get your new playlist. It's actually the one that shares the most song is Posty. He always has some some really good songs. Cool. Can we move beyond oh, oh, the songs? Hey, we're Why do you completely disregard the songs I send you, Adam? It wasn't that bad. Maybe I haven't. No, because you, you says you always send. They're so they're so heavy. Like it's like this heavy, heavy rap. Like you want to kill someone when you listen to it. I cannot go on stage here at the pod and go with the intention to kill someone. Well, you you said you lied to me and said you loved the song that I sent you and it wasn't rap and it was a good vibe and you said yes, we're gonna play this and I've never heard it. So you lied, bro. No, I did play it. I did Ouch. play it two days ago. Don't you remember? I, I, the one we gave to Magic Eden, right? We, we well, then I guess... to do it again today, don't you? Maybe. But that song that you played for the intro... Yeah. <clears throat> ...was very delightful. I, okay, I played it one too many times. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to change it up. <laughs> I'll change it up in the outro. But either way, let's pin the tweet. Let's get some people in here. We've got a lot of people already. What the heck? You guys have been waiting. We started one hour later today. Uh, sorry for that, but it happens. Um, that's part of the game. We cannot be consistent forever. In the tweet, ping our Discord. So feel free to invite anyone you want to have on. We're going to talk some making money online today. And the idea came from our guests, uh, Bood, uh, Praxi, and I think it's Matt on the Bood account, who is, uh, yeah, it's an NFT product, but uh, you guys are going to have to introduce it more. But um, you have some interesting experience in this topic, making money online. So we're going to discuss this. I've also invited uh, Jack, because Jack, I know you have shared some interesting ideas about this in the past. Um, so we're going to tap your mind on this as well. Give some ideas, help each other. Isn't this the, the goal of everyone? Make money online. So uh, let me just check with uh, Matt and uh, Praxi. Are you here? Thumbs up. I love it. Uh, I guess we're not waiting for anyone. So we can start it. Let's start it. Welcome, everyone, to the 75th episode of the pod. If you, maybe some of you uh, noticed, or, or you haven't noticed, because yesterday was 76 and today is 75. So we're moving backwards uh, because I accidentally skipped an episode. And we have to, not postpone, but we have to, because we have something planned for episode 100. So I cannot move too fast here. We cannot skip the numbers. So I had to do it this way. Um, but either way, as I said, today we're going to be joined by Bood. Um, an upcoming collection, and you have some spicy, from what I, some spicy experience in various online entrepreneurial avenues. So this is going to be the hot topic of today. Of course, we're going to listen to your guys' project as well and what you're building. So welcome, guys, and Jack as well, welcome. I think it was 10, 9 or 10 years ago, I was a big, not big, but I was a gamer, and I got introduced to video editing basically making clips of people killing each other and adding effects and music to it. And it was really, it was all for fun. Until one, gay, uh, one day, a guy contacted me and said he wanted to pay for it. It was like 10 bucks. Um, but it opened a box that I think a lot of, especially younger kids, get exposed to. Which is that you can be anywhere in the world, drinking your vanilla latte, sitting in your underwear, and make money online. And this had, uh, especially in the last years, exploded, and hopefully even more with uh, Web3. Uh, hopefully gonna explode even more. And what's important, I think, is most of these things are not capped to your, uh, it's, it's, it's uncapped to the effort you put in and the value you can provide. 
So let's talk about this. Uh, gonna be interesting. Hopefully we get some ideas and share our knowledge. So let's do it. Uh, well, again, welcome guys and welcome to Boon. Uh, should we start with you guys just giving a little introduction about yourself? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Praxi or Jacob. Um, as far as making money online goes, I guess I've been doing that for the past like five years. Um, came from the gaming industry. Um, really, really excelled in that field, I guess, uh, more in like the general manager side of it. Um, so more of organizing people kind of what to Adam touched on making sure videos get made and that kind of stuff. Um, so there's my past five years, I guess, online, uh, making money, uh, my day job, I'm a network engineer. Um, I love it. So I'm probably not going to quit anytime soon to be only online, but I've, for the sake of this space, uh, yes, I've been making money in this space for the last five years online. Um, and as we go throughout this uh, whole podcast, I'll look forward to touching on those topics as well as our project. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, guys. My name is Matt. I'm on the Boot Friends account, but I am the Chief Marketing Officer for Boot Friends. Um, relative to practice, we met within the same esports industry. Um, I've also been making money online for roughly the past four to five years. Um, recently, last year, November of 2021, I was able to quit my job bartending and serving that I had worked in for about three to four years to do Web3 online. And for the past year, I've been full-time within Web3 doing digital marketing for uh, various projects and clients. And um, yeah. That's kind of my repertoire. Cool. Excited to have you guys on. How does, you said, Matt, you're a little bit in marketing, right? You also have someone on the team that's in dropshipping, right? Yes, we do. Um, Carrie Ann, who is a uh, friend of Praxis. Um, she's a self-taught entrepreneur. She was able to successfully scale essentially a $13,000 investment in 2019 to what is over $6 million in revenue today through dropshipping. And if you don't mind, I can actually, um, I can actually share a tweet real quick. If you guys see that, not sure if it popped up, but um, essentially it goes over their what do track record um, of both Carrie Ann and Michael, who are two of our core team members that will be um, essentially teaching our holders how to make money online. I feel like this is the isn't this the first uh, thing that comes if you go I remember when I went and googled how to make money online the first thing that comes up is dropshipping. Is this I used to do it three maybe four years ago. Is this still as attractive or still as profitable? Um, it's definitely something that takes time and of course it takes investment. Um, dropshipping is. Um, something that you know it takes a lot of time and it starts off slow but as long as you're consistent with it and you're dedicated to drop shipping in and of itself it still can become very profitable and it's something that you can easily you know turn into a full-time job um just like carrie ann was able to do i just assumed that everyone listening knows what drop shipping is maybe you don't basically i think the definition of drop shipping isn't this selling a product without touching it Basically, making a website, shipping it from usually like China or, or some country, but shipping it from anywhere direct to the uh, uh, person who purchased it, right? And co consumer. Yeah, essentially, that's what it is. So, pretty much in, in relation to our project within Web3 as a whole. We see that, you know, most projects utilize online print-on-demands and bulk ordering services um, through, like, services like Shopify and things of that nature. And those services really offer very limited creative capabilities. They cost a lot, and it's a very big headache in terms of collecting addresses for, um, to, you know, send merchandise out to consumers. And then if bulk ordered, you have to worry about the cost and the labor of sending out merchandise as well as the possibility of storing merchandise that doesn't sell. Um, and then our solution here at Boot Friends is to be able to offer full creative control to projects uh, that utilize our merchandise capabilities to create fashionable clothing at a lower cost and no headache. And then our team as well is able to handle information gathering, manufacturing, distribution. And then in terms of our Boot University, Carrie and herself, we have lesson plans drawn out for postmate to where our holders will be able to sit in, um, I guess, hypothetically, a, a lecture within Discord and be able to learn every week, two classes a week, exactly how to drop shit, be able to ask questions and be able to make money online at time. So, yeah, yeah, perfect. It's 
you said that you were going to provide, um, I guess, merch or yeah, um, building solutions for other products, right? Did I get that right? Yes, that's exactly what we're trying to do. We see a lot of errors within the space as of right now, the way um, people are pushing out merchandise and really, honestly, really scamming themselves with the way they're going about it. So our option is to be, pretty much go through us and our and um and essentially carry in and be able to offer projects and more creative solution to be able to push out better merchandise to better develop their brands going forward. We see Web3 as something that, of course, is, you know, solely based online, but can be pushed out into real life, into more of a lifestyle brand within these projects as well. I'm always curious how how does this tie into, like, why do it in Web3? Is this because you have the, the community or basically, as you said, creating these uh, solutions for other NFT projects? Um, so why Web3 and how does your holders, uh, do they have any benefit in this? Yeah, Praxi, do you want to speak on that and kind of yeah. get into the boot market? Definitely. Um, and apologies for anybody for the background noise I'm driving at the moment. Um, don't space and drive. I can do it because I'm an adult and I told myself that I can. Um, but yeah. Uh, so as the solution, you kind of touched on it, the solution inside of Web3, that's what we're kind of honusing on for our business to business model. Um, we don't think that this space is going to move forward anytime fast if everybody's wearing um not bad clothing out in public to represent, but there's, you can name anybody right now. If they're getting merch from their project, they're not happy to wear it out on the streets. Uh, most people wear it inside their house. You know, it's their cuddle kind of clothing. We want something that you're not ashamed to wear outside. Um, something that if you were stopped on the street wearing it, people are asking you, Oh, where did you get that? Not, why would you wear that outside? Um, in my opinion, your body is a walking billboard. So if you're able to wear your project collection outside the house, then you're doing more for your project than you think. Um, and again, the, the NFT space is kind of plagued at the moment with very low quality merchandise uh, that people don't like to wear. Um, as far as this turns into like helping the holders, uh, we have a lot planned for them as well. Um, kind of what Matt touched on is Carrie Ann's going to be teaching the holders the university side of it, but we're also going to be hosting our own store that we'll be teaching from for the community itself, and they'll be receiving the profits from that, um, as well as we'll instead of people initially um, starting their own dropping shipping or drop shipping store because that kind of is confusing opening up your own Shopify and everything um, we're gonna allow the holders to list it on our own site so they can kind of get the feel of how drop shipping works before going on their own um, that's strictly just to the business to business model uh, we do have a lot of other utility for the holders but strictly about the drop shipping that's what they'll get back out of that that makes sense perfect Want to get into now? We want to get into the use of stuff. If let's have a let's help each other here. We're what 20 people here right now, and a few others listening to this um, in the recording. If let's put a scenario you're working your nine to five, you absolutely hate it, and you want to get out of this, this, uh, the matrix and start making money online. Where, let's brainstorm, let's work together here and come up with some good ideas on what to do in Web3 or it could be in, since we are in Web3, I think I could come up with a lot of Web3 opportunities, but uh, it could be other uh, avenues as well. So let's go, I wanna go to, to you, Jack, as well, but let's start it with uh, with you guys, the boot. Um, where would you start? I know, Matt, you're working in marketing as well, right? Yeah, so, in terms of, you know, I, I was in the exact same spot, you know, um, I, I mean, of course, I, I've been working ever since I, I'm 21 right now, but ever since 16, I've worked in restaurants, bartending, serving, whatever you could really think of within a restaurant, I was pretty much doing it. Um, and then I was working with an esports at the time, similar to Praxi. Um, but, you know, my time was taken a lot. You know, I didn't really enjoy working 40, 50 hours a week, you know, on my feet, running around every single day, you know, taking orders for people that wasn't really, you know, my thing. It paid the bills, but it wasn't something that genuinely interested me long term. And then, you know, Web3 came around. I I saw, you know, I got my first little payday and then I, I knew I could really take advantage of that opportunity. And, you know, ever since then, I've been full time for about a year now. I think social media really opens a lot for people and it's there's it's a lot more accessible than a lot of people think so. Um, a lot of people think, you know, they're not made to do certain things in social media, whether it be um, whether it be like just creating content or learning how to you know managerial things in terms of working like freelance with projects. 
And at the end of the day, like what we're trying to prove here at our project is you, you're capable of doing anything. As long as you're taught the right way, we, we believe that social media is a very um, easy avenue for people to go down, really get out of their nine to fives and really come into Web 2 and Web 3 and, um, and take advantage. And that's something that we're looking to teach our holders, not only, you know, Web 3 tools, but Web 2. Um, aside from our boot university, you know, of course, we're teaching drop shipping with Carrie Ann, but we also have Michael who, you know, is a very successful digital marketer executive. He currently owns his own agency in California. Um, he has over 250 clients and they've already, they're already netting profit over almost $2 million just this year alone. Um, so we're really looking to teach our holders, you know, how they can really, you know, hone in on their own skills, figure out exactly what their niche is and be able to apply it not only within Web3, but within Web2 um, and just social media in general to really go out there, you know, freelance, get clients and start making money to the point to where they can sit there and think to themselves, you know, I, it might be time to really jump ship and just make a change because, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, change is really scary. Not a lot of people are really willing to jump ship. Um, but at the end of the day, um, change can also be the best thing you've ever done. Um, you know, when I quit my job on a whim to do Web3, it was something that was really scary. I had worked at that place for three years. I was extremely comfortable. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm about to graduate university um, and it's time to move forward in my life. And that change, even though it was scary at the time, uh, looking back, it's almost been a year now. It was one of it was something that has drastically changed my life and for the better. And I would never, I have no regrets. I would never go back. I've met some of the, the best people within Web3. I've been able to develop my own skill set as well as mentor others and develop theirs as well. And um, that, and that's exactly what we're trying to do here is develop other people. Um, and of course, have them develop us as well. Cause you know, a lot of people have information that we're not vice versa. So, yeah. So if you were to begin, I assume you make a, living out of this uh, or a good good uh, enough to to sustain this freelancing business um if you were to start over today with zero where would you begin start over with zero experience within like web3 in general or yeah exactly um well, the way I kind of got started within Web3, so I was a marketing agency when I was in esports, and then they kind of shifted into Web3 whenever it became more popular, and then I was able to open an opportunity for myself um, through that. But let's say that, you know, I never was a part of that agency. Um, you know, I'm a big person on, you know, I guess you could say cold calling and reaching out to people. Um, I mean, that's a great way to really get your foot started for people in here and people listening to the recording. Um, being able to, you know, you're, you're going to get rejected a lot. So just don't worry about that. You got to learn how to get rejected and just keep moving because at the end of the day, you're going to get rejected a lot more than you'll get accepted. Um, you know, reaching out to projects um, and DMs, reaching out to companies. There's, there's so many resources online um, to be able to really take advantage and really get that first opportunity. Um, you might have to start at the bottom of the totem pole. You know, you might have to start working in an area that maybe you um, maybe you think you're worth more. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to be able to prove that and be able to continue to scale yourself. You know, you're you're kind of your own business, your own entity. So to be able to continue to prove yourself um, is really, really crucial. But I mean, that's something that I still do to this day. And then if started back from zero, something I would do then as well. It's just continuously reach out, um, be able to sell yourself. That's something extremely important. Have those communication skills. Um, you know, I'm the type of person I feel like if I can get in with someone, I actually have the position because I'm so confident ability to sell myself and speak and really just, you know, throw my ideas out there on paper and just in, you know, a VC or whatever it may be. There is indeed a lot of opportunities, especially in Web3, where it's so easy to just send payments as well all over the world. I guess if we were to, what are the different Web3 opportunities? We have like moderator, uh, caller manager, being a founder, right? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, there, there's tons of opportunities. Um, there's, like you said, moderation, community management, um, you know, collab management, marketing, um, you know, founder making your own project, investing into projects. Um, you know, there's meme creators now you can make for project. Like there, there's so many different avenues. And in, in Web3, we, we strongly believe that every position matters because everything adds up. Um, it's like even like a lot of people may see moderators as something that really don't matter. They're just there to moderate your chat. But at the end of the day, Web3 is about community. And the first thing when they come into your Discord is that community. Like, do they have that family-like atmosphere? 
is, is this somewhere that I can come and somewhere I can get used to for, you know, years, months, whatever it may be to come. Um, those people are extremely crucial. Those are, most moderators are people that you develop relationships with and things of that nature over time. Um, so we really, we really believe that even the smallest roles um, mean a lot. And then in terms of, you know, making money online, being able to get in as a moderator, it doesn't really take that much of a track record to be able to get a position like that. It really just takes, I guess you could say, time, dedication, and the ability to really be in the chats and, and talk a lot with the community and things like that. But being able to do that alone just already develops yourself, especially from a communication standpoint. And that's something that's crucial no matter where you are in life, whether it's Web3, Web2, or just in life in general. Being able to talk with people, being able to connect with people is something that's so crucial to overall success in life, in my opinion. Um, so being able to do that, um, being able to get in as a moderator, learn more about whether, like, whatever company, like, whatever project you learn about in terms of us, it's more dropshipping business, teaching holders, being able to learn stuff like that, being able to develop your sketch. And then in freelancing, of course, you're going kind of from project to project. So then being able to take that, those skills and be able to develop them elsewhere as well and just continue to build on that. This one, the, the make memes, that is probably the sickest one we have yet. That is, that is only Web3. And then yeah. Also, um, if anyone has any like ideas or, or any way you have experience in making money online, feel free to come up. Uh, John, you have your hand up. What's up? Hey, GM, everyone. Um, my question is like, if I wanted to get a moderation, no experience besides seeing it as a consumer for a project that I believe in short term or long term, what's the first step? Yeah, I'd love to touch on that. Um, like I said, it's the ability to really sell yourself and communicate that is like, if you can sell yourself, it is so easy to really get, um, like I said, it's to that point where if you, uh, what happened? Um, so like... Like, not selling yourself to get hired. I mean, like, hey, this is my experience in moderating. I These are my tangible things of proof that I would be good at it. Like, what, what are those? Um, like, communication is the biggest part. Because as a moderator, you're consistently communicating with the community, um, problem solving that as well. There's There may be problems that happen within the Discord, whether it's with members themselves, community members arguing, things of that nature, spammers, um, whatever it may be, being able to uh, solve issues very, very fast and efficiently um th those are a lot of like soft skills that are really really important in terms of that and then of course having you know time open of course a lot of projects are looking to cover certain time zones whether it be like mornings afternoon nights um i would definitely say those are the big three um at least to us and we feel the overall industry as a whole so communication problem solving skills and then the accessibility uh, of time to be able to really sit in the discord and be there for you know whatever kind of hour scheduling there may be they may need I know that, um, Tony, you, you have been, you're, you're big in the, 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 the dream would be not to actually work, just to have the money flowing. And this is, uh, in, in real life, I guess, property or rent, renting apartments would be the biggest one. But there is a few of these in uh, crypto as well, in DeFi. And I know, Tony, you have uh, probably the most experience in this out of the people I know. Um, and I also see that you have your hand. What's up? Yeah, no, look, um, like, I, don't, I don't hit it back, like, modding and being a part of the team, like, all that stuff is... He's totally cutting up. We can't tell you here. No, I don't Tony, you're up. We can hear you. Can you hear me now? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, like modding or being part of um, a Discord team. Like all of those, those jobs are okay, but at the end of the day, you work for someone else, you know? So there's always that idea that it's not fixed, it's not permanent. You're always going to remain insecure about your position. Um, and that's why, like, I wouldn't say, like, look, put a whole lot of money into DeFi and quit your job. But I'd certainly say put enough money into DeFi that you never have to put any more money into crypto. That's the approach I've kind of taken. I've put enough money into enough pools that they're self-sustaining, you know? Mm -hmm. I like that. So what are, if, 
for someone that's listening or someone that's here that has zero idea what's a pool where what do i do how do i get into this uh what do i do what do i do to get the money to work for you is that targeted towards the question towards me i was trying to ask tony but he just went down uh, if you want to take it feel free yeah i mean like i said before someone with zero experience um just reaching out you know it, like i said you're going to get rejected a lot um, especially if you really have no experience, but um, all it takes in life is someone to really give you that chance. Um, whether, whether it's like going through drop calendars and reaching out to projects that way, um, which can be very hard because, you know, there's a lot of scammers within the, the industry. A lot of people who are just trying to get quick promos and stuff like that really fill up a lot of DMs. So a lot of projects don't really look at their requested DMs. Um, but there's also, you know, you have sites like LinkedIn and Indeed and CryptoJobs.com. Like those are different outlets that a lot of people really aren't aware of. And Web3 is becoming, you know, even through a bear market, more people are let known of the concept of Web3 and NFTs in general. So there's more companies looking for openings. Um, so um, something I did to be able to try to find work throughout my first year is going through those websites like LinkedIn and Indeed and, uh, and CryptoCurrencyJobs.com and just, you know, going through every single day, wake up in the morning, go on my computer, and I just go on every single one and I apply to all the Web3 jobs that align with my goals and what I feel like I can be successful in. Um, so that's definitely something I would recommend for people to do. Um, hopping in spaces as well is a great tool to be able to establish connections and meet people um, that can open up avenues and um, possibly different job positions for you to come into. That is very true. And I think we can have, isn't it Grim that has these web free job fair? I love that so much. Yeah, it feels a, a stage with projects and uh, people willing to work and connect them with each other. So Spaces is definitely a very good place to start looking for connecting with people. Apart from uh, Web3, um, I know you guys in your project, unfortunately she, she couldn't join us, but um, if we were to do it in, in Web2, what do you think is the biggest opportunity of 2022 or 2020? We have dropshipping, we have Amazon has some type of, I guess, dropshipping as well. Um, do you have any of these you would you would start if you were to start off, start off? Actually, feel free. Um, anybody in here that's interested on working IT for the future, get started on it now. Um, this is kind of not the same lines as dropshipping and everything like this, but this is an investment in yourself. Um, it will pay six figures in the better parts of the world easily. Um, a code, learn how to design, and learn how to be useful on a computer. Um, Everybody in this space right now is talking how or speaking about how you can use a computer um, to make money. Uh, what if you were the person actually building the computer, programming the computer, and fixing the computer? Um, everything these days, exactly how this call is going through right now. Um, if you can learn how to make this call happen, fix the call when it drops, and things along that nature, um, you're going to be paid for the rest of your life easily. So basically, a web developer, right? Uh, developer, everything. If you could learn top to bottom solidity development, um, even hardware issues with computers. Again, I'm, anything that is a computer technology that connects to the internet or even doesn't connect to the internet, if you can learn that technology and be good at it, you will be paid very handsomely throughout your life. That's a good one. That is a really good one. Very, I find it very boring, but uh, some people really enjoy this. Uh, it's a... Yeah, it's, uh, it's not the most entertaining thing, but at the end of the day, um, it allows me to be financially free um, to the point where I've taken on different ventures, i.e. being a founder of this Web3 project, um, the time, money, and capability to do so. So it opens up avenues for you. I'm very interested in these. Yeah, DeFi, the, the thing you talked about, Tony, the DeFi, this passive income where you can switch up to, to work and get paid back. If you want to come up and, and shoot some ideas where people can get started, feel free. Uh, or if anyone else has any of these where they are currently in passive income. That's such a amazing thing that is somewhat um, unique to Web3. And we have these crazy protocols that pay like, what, 70, I would think 70, 100, even over 100 APY. Like, how, <laughs> how is that even possible? So uh, do you want to tell us? Uh, we talked uh, a lot of making money online, but... Um, being a project, being a founder is also a good, if you have some good ideas. So um, what else do you want to do with food, food friends? 
Um, to be honest, Boot Friends is just the first of many for us. Uh, we are making sure that this is like our baby, if that makes sense. Everybody from this initial project is going to be family from here on out. Um, my ideas for Web3 are personal to me, obviously. Web or Boot Friends, never leaving that. I don't plan on starting another project unless it's a roadmap 2.0 for Boot Friends. Um, I'd probably run like back into consulting, advising for projects. Um, I would love joining uh, like a Web3 um, marketing team. That'd be a lot of fun for me as well. Um, I, don't, I do want to learn how to do solidity development. I do think that's the future. If you can learn how to write these smart contracts and implement them on yourself, um, then you're going to be a very high value target in the future. Um, things like that. That's uh, more of my ideals. But I don't plan on... Um, I guess, founding other ventures, if that's what the question was. I just plan on sticking to Boot Friends and then making sure everybody inside of Boot Friends becomes like the best they can be. And then I can venture out and, you know, other projects and stuff like that. Advising is a big one. I see so many advisors in Web3. And honestly, from what I think, I think it's a very good paid one. I don't know if I've never been an advisor. Maybe someone else has more knowledge on this. Um, yeah, uh, practice, go for it. Yeah, Matt and I actually have been advisors on uh, multiple projects. Um, just to speak out for anybody that plans on trying to be an advisor after this phone call, um, it's hard. It is really hard. This space moves extremely fast. And if you're not ready for that kind of role, then I would suggest not getting into it. Um, it is very, very, very lucrative, though. Um, if you can learn the space of Web3, you can learn a very niche part of Web3, then you'll be good at it. Um, now, whether or not someone brings you into their team after that is on you. That goes back to Matt's ability to sell yourself. Um, but being an advisor is very, very good. There are a lot of bad advisors out there, though. Um, to Adam's point, there are a lot of people out there that have that in their bio. Um, that does not mean you're a good one at it. You need to know what you're talking about before you go and play with other people's money. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like my little soapbox on being an advisor. Uh, if you're not ready for it, please wait because you are playing with other people's money when you do that. From, from what I understand, there's two types, two types of advisors. One that is our, uh, I guess, um, standard kind of advisor, giving advice, right? Um, and the other one that is, I have a big wing, so I'm going to talk about your project, and you can call me an advisor. If we go, I guess the first one is the one I would like to <laughs> promote in this uh, spaces. So what, and I, it sounds uh, like that is the one you were uh, backing. What does how does a day look for an advisor for an NFT project? Um, meeting after meeting <laughs> and making sure that your uh, free time is free for those who need it. Um, you, in my opinion, if you're an advisor for a project, every morning send a message out to the project you're advising with. Um, in the afternoon, you need to have a sit down meeting with them. If not, um, at least three a week. So you can always keep in contact with those people. Um, Again, it comes back to as much information as you can pull in as possible. In my free time, when I was doing advising, um, this project that we were advising at the time was strictly off of Amazon um, and Amazon FBA kind of stuff. So I had to learn what that was and I had to really, uh, I guess, divulge in the topic. It was, in my opinion, if you're going to be paid to advise someone on how they want to spend their money to make money, you need to know what you're talking about. And they need to know that you are at least researching everything that you're trying to teach them about. Um, Back to Adam's point, he talked about how there's two types of advisors. Um, I would consider myself an actual advisor. I know what I'm talking about 90% of the time. And if I don't, I find people that do know what they're talking about. Um, what you kind of touched on is more like the ambassador side. And that is just big influencers coming in. They come in to show the project and promote it. Um, if you guys can do that, that's very lucrative as well. Um, not to say I haven't done it before, but that's kind of how I learned that there's a better way to be an advisor um, was starting through that. You know, you're kind of just the face of the project at that point as the ambassador, um, kind of just smiling pretty and then touching on topics. But if you really want to be an advisor and then one day a founder or something along those lines, you have to know what you're talking about. Because this space, I mean, it's very easy to get called out. People have no trouble letting you know that you're not, that you don't know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, to avoid getting called out and wasting people's time, money and energy, uh, know what you're talking about, I guess. Super interesting. Let's see if we have some advisor, advisors coming out of this space today. Uh, let's get back to, to DeFi, Tony. Where would you start if you wanted to get into passive income, making 95% APY? Yeah, so like um, DeFi is... It's a, guys, it's easy. It's easy. I, I don't know if people say it's hard or it's dangerous. It's easy. You can start off with very basic DeFi, like very basic level, 
like even right now on, on Solana, we have DeFi. We have um, the Solana staking straight from your Phantom wallet, which gives you back 7.5, APR. Um, that's the most basic level of DeFi. And 7%, anything under 14, 15% in, in DeFi is considered very low. So it's a very low return. Um, so yeah, 7% you can imagine is on the high street in your normal banks, 1% is huge for um, a one-year savings. 1% 1, 1 APR is huge for a savings plan. Um, but, you know, 7% on, on just on Solana by itself. And, you know, just for, for, for comparison, you know, if you're putting in $1,000 or in, in January, by next January, you'd have $1,070. You know what I mean? You'd just be going up incrementally. So you can imagine the higher the amount you put in, the higher the, the return that you're going to be um, getting from that. So, you know, if it's 10000 then you're getting $700. But you see the the risk starts increasing more the more you, you chase that APR. The worst case scenario for Solana is, you know, it goes down to $10. Um, so there's not much there's not much there for you to risk. You're risking 50% of your value. Um, the more interesting ones, the, one, <laughs> the ones Adam is talking about, with the 300%, 70%. So I'm in a pool right now, which is printing off 5% of my investment a day. Is it sustainable? No. Um, but it's a very different type of print. So there's there's, there's four there's four different types of um, um, liquidity providers. So this is not, I would say, as I was saying earlier, this is not to replace your Web2 job because you can't always find a pool and you can't always get a pool but my goodness if you find a good pool and that pool is stable for like three months you can really get something out of it so the four types of pools and I don't know, i'll let you know if, if adam allows which pools are safest um well i'll, I'll do as the first the safest pool is a governance pool okay it's a straight up governance pool so the pool you'll see the one the staking i'm talking about on solana that's governance staking hoping to govern the chain the protocol the game, whatever it is, it's called governance. So anytime you see governance staking, that's single-sided staking, so you're not risking asset. You're just providing the token itself, and that's it. And it's for governance. So that allows to be able to combat um, threats or hacks or whatever, let, let the RPCs run correctly. So it's just a governance um, form of staking. You've got the same thing on Ethereum, where now we've gone, they've gone from proof of work to proof of staking. So the more Ethereum you have now, the more governance you have, the more power you have on chain and that's why you see some people got really mad about it because it's then made providing you know it made controlling ethereum a monetary asset you can calculate how much money you need to control what ethereum does whereas with um the miners you, you couldn't really you couldn't really control how much power was being um, emitted in uh, beijing or azerbaijan or turkey or belarus you couldn't control that it was completely decentralized so there's there's that kind of state governance statement most of them usually top out at like 20 percent apr so again going back to our our one thousand dollars that would be two hundred dollars a year just for staking and again if you've got ten thousand us dollars that's two thousand us dollars a year so again it's it's quite stable um that's the governance staking and then you have lp staking which is usually temporary and is incentivized by um coins themselves so if somebody's minting out a new coin if somebody's releasing a new coin but they they only have like maybe a hundred thousand us dollars to pin that lp pool so the lp pool is um the balance between the stable coin and the old coin and they only have a hundred thousand us dollars for that stable pool they might incentivize you as holders of that coin to add money to that liquidity pool and they might say, if you add money to that liquidity pool, we're going to give you the fees of the trade. Every trade that happens, we're going to give you the 0 0.05 fees. And on top of that, we've also got, got extra coins that we've put on side to this. And when you look at most tokenomics, they actually do stipulate how much they've put together for liquidity. We're going to give you guys, you know, if this is like a 100 million sub supply, they might say, we're going to give you you liquidity providers. We're going to award you 5 or 10 million new um, tokens for helping us out, for helping provide the liquidity. And those might go from 40% to 900%, 10,000% APR. And those are usually very crazy. Rule of thumb, the higher the APR, the more volatile the price action on the token, as you can imagine. So you want to really keep it under, under 
600%, because then, you know, you, it's very hard for you to just become hyperinflationary where the, the token becomes worthless within days. Uh, anything under 1,000% is is going to linger around for a month or two before it completely dies. And then anything under 200% has got three months. Anything under 100% has got six months. Anything under 20% has got a very long term um, play. So those those LP pools, and then you've got um, other pools that kind of incentivize like uh, liquidity swaps and liquidity pairs and stuff like that. And then you, you then you've got the fourth wave, which is um, aggregators almost for liquidity, providing liquidity. And what you do with like alpaca finance, beefy finance, and, and what you do with those protocols is you give them your money, you give them your ETH, you, here's 10 ETH, and they say on this 10 ETH, we're going to give you back this APR. So they might say we're going to give you back 120% APR, 300% APR, and then they take that ETH and they use it elsewhere. Most of the time, they just stake it for governance reasons, and then they just pay you back in kind. They pay you back in their native token, not in Ethereum. So again, you got to check what am I being paid back? In? Am I getting paid back in a, st- a stable coin, in an old coin, or in a um, uh, ETH or Bitcoin or whatever it is? So sometimes the protocols might say, we'll give you our token if you give us ETH to stake for you. And then at the end of the staking, we give you back your ETH. You keep the tokens we gave you. Thank you for everybody uh, participating. Uh, and that's, that's kind of the third one. And the, the last one is emissions, um, emissions, um, which is which is the most lucrative. Um, so right now, as, as you can see right now, um, Aptos is doing emissions through staking. They're releasing the token slowly. Uh, so there's some new blockchains or new protocols that come out and then they offer emissions for people who are providing liquidity, again, or for people who are single-sided staking. And they give out these emissions. So emissions is they're minting new coins every day, rather than minting all the coins at once. They're minting them every day and distributing them slowly. Um, so those are the four types: governance, emissions, liquidity providers, and then um, compounders, um, LP pools. Uh, it might be a bit boring, but if you guys want to know like what's hot right now, what are people making the most money on? You know, let me know. We'll go to that. This is there's so much knowledge. Uh, we might have to do just a DeFi episode, or you and me, because I need to get my crypto to work for me, Tony. Just hearing 600% is so insane. There cannot be another place in the world where you can get those type of returns. But always, as always, there comes a risk with it, right? The last... Thank you, Tony. That was amazing, by the way. What knowledge, for anyone listening to this, soak that up like a sponge. The last one I wanted uh, Jack to cover. Unfortunately, he either got bored or had to do something else. Um, is all these, like for example, let's say a website. All projects need a website. So if you just find a way to build some easy website, is just an example, but there are a lot of um, services like this. Just all projects need a website. If you can find a way to build realistic websites, contact projects, and that is also a. I don't. I don't know exactly what projects pay for a website, but uh, do you boot? Uh, did you pay for a website? Yes, yeah, so we reached out to a uh, NFT consulting team. Um, he's been in a few spaces with us. His alias is Mr. Sausage. His name is Michael, so I'm going to refer to him as Michael for the rest of this conversation. Um, but yeah, he he has a a group, a consulting group of 14 people, I believe. Um, so it covers everything from solidity development, um, art generation, the Discord, and the website, um, all that tied in. Uh, we didn't use him for the Discord or for the art. Um, we just needed him more for like our smart contract and then that we use now. Um, but yes, we did go to somebody. And I believe just the website alone, I want to say it was one ETH. Um, and this was back in January. So an ETH was at like, 3,600, I believe, 3,200. So if you can get super efficient in building websites or, or such, I think that is also an amazing opportunity. We've covered a lot of Web3 ways to make money, but we talk a little bit about dropshipping and, and these as well. But uh, Web3 is huge. Do you guys, can you guys come up with any, any other ways like making money online? Oh, yeah, excuse me. Sorry. Anyone? Just anyone. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, there is, so there is, um, like, um, for example, I, 
it's, 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 but you're investing money to make the money. It's private sales. Um, private sales are an amazing way to make money because uh, all the way through December, I got into loads of private sales. Um, absolutely fantastic way to make money. As in, you're literally buying a guaranteed 10x. Um, they've died down up. They started to pop up again. They started to really kick off again. The Telegram I'm in is like they're sending out a private sale every day. So essentially, with a private sale, you're, you're buying at a private round. Um, for You might buy the token at the price, the market cap of 50K. And then they'll go through the IDO and then they'll go through the TGE, the token generation event, when they list on KuCoin or on Binance or on Coinbase. So those are the projects you want to kind of get into. And on the TGE, the price that you bought at private sale was at 50K market cap for the, all the tokens, the entire supply. And by the time they get to TGE, the market cap is, they're going to do the, they're going to launch with a 250K market cap. So you literally, the minute you get your, you get your airdrop to tokens, that's why sometimes people are like, why is it dumping when it's just launched? That's why. Because the private sales have already made a four or five X before even launch. And you could sit there and do a private sale Monday, dump it on Friday, <clears throat> sell it on on Friday. Um, so there's, there's loads of opportunities there in private sales. The groups are very thinly to get into. I'm in like four groups and it took me this whole time uh, in crypto to get myself in those in, into those um into those private sell groups and to be able to access them and you know like even now I the, the some of the private sales I entered in December are still airdropping me tokens so um I use thing something called coin stats and coins literally I had to get coin stats because otherwise I you forget how many private sales you've entered into um so coin stats is an app that just picks tracks all your wallets and gives you an overall, um, just notifies you when something new enters your wallet or something new is being requested from wallet. It's quite cool um, to, to track your portfolios across different. Um, so yeah, CoinStats would just give me a note saying, oh yeah, you be, you were dropped, you were airdropped 50,000 um, meta games tokens yesterday. And then, you know, you go in and make a decision whether you're going to keep holding or buying. But yeah, private sales, um, I haven't shared it to a couple of you um, homies, uh, but yeah, go in there sometimes the allocations are quite tight so sometimes some projects they want to do a 1000 us dollar allocation just to get on the ticket sometimes they even ask for a hundred dollars sometimes they just ask for anything you know um uh you put anything in and then they'll put you in you got your private sales you got your allocation you look at the tge price because they show you the ideal price the tge price and the private sell price and the tge price is normally normally 2.5x higher than the um private sales normally that's a really good one. I have never, I don't think I've ever made a uh, You're gonna have to share some of those uh, in the in, in the chat. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. In in December, I got into Chumbai and VR. These are my most notable ones. V v Victoria uh, is a VR plate um um metaverse. Metaverse. You remember metaverse is in December, right? <laughs> Um, VR was just amazing. You can search it even today. I still hold a lot of tokens. Um, but I got in for 0. 0.0005 in the private sale. And I threw like $500. Uh, and I got maybe 50 or 60,000 tokens, something crazy like that. And VR went on to launch on KuCoin. On KuCoin. And it went to... 1.2 what was it 8.86 dollars from 0 0.005 to 0.86 dollars um instantly on kucoin chumbai did a 52x off the bat in the first 10 minutes um so some of these if you if you know the projects and you're reading them well and you understand the utility of the project and the demand those numbers are not unheard of. 52x, 100x on TGE, it's not unheard of, especially if they, they, they disclose that they're launching on Binance, KuCoin, FTX, Crypto.com, any of those launch pads, any of those um, IDO um, pads, like it's going to be a straight 10x. Um, that's usually how it goes. The last one, the last one I haven't uh, shared with you yet. This is probably the best one of the night. And that is... Um, Every day, 2 p.m. EST, there is something uh, running called the POM. 
if you get in on those spaces, uh, you go in the spaces and you pray by the end of the spaces that the amazing project that come and speak uh, speak on upon gives you whitelist. So you go by the whitelist or not by the NFT and then wait till it's 100x and then you sell it. That is that is the best one of the night, I think. Um, sorry. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, boot friends, um, anyone looking to get involved? I know you have the Discord, right? You have the Twitter, we see this here on stage. Uh, anyone that like like what they heard from you guys or want to get involved, what do they do? Sorry about that. Involved in 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 holding our project and minting or working for us or in what capacity? Anything. They just love the ghost and has to get involved. Well, the first thing in terms of, you know, hiring things of that nature, we currently are not hiring anyone for the team. Uh, we do although take applications because, you know, as, you know, Mint happens and Postman happens, we probably will possibly need uh, more hands in terms of moderation and Discord help. So we always take applications for pretty much anything. Um, I'll love to, you know, get people's connections, reach out to people if we need them. In terms of joining the community, the first thing you can do is, you know, go to our Twitter, follow us, put notifications on. Um, and join our Discord, you know, be a part of the family. Um, we keep our community constantly updated about literally everything project-related, um, and we have some exciting announcements going on this week. Um, just be a part of the family as well. And then if you are in this space, um, we appreciate everyone who's listened to us um, this far. So if you guys do want Boo List, which is our version of Whitelist, uh, feel free to take a screenshot of yourself in the space, send us a DM on Twitter, and uh, we'll make sure and get your wallet added to our uh, are pretty much our mega sheet so you guys can be one of the first to mint as well because those who do have boot lists will be able to mint early and be able to mint at a cheaper price than public um so we'd love to offer that to you guys as well like i said just take a screenshot shoot us a dm and we'll get that handled as well but like i said go on our twitter follow ternodi's on uh join the discord just be a part of the community um we're really like this project is literally made to give back to the community i know a lot of people say that but our I mean, the utility is just proof proof in the pudding, you know? Like, we're here to give back to our holders and to help our holders turn Web3 and just technology in general into something full-time. Love it. Love it. Go get the screenshots, guys. Um, awesome. I think we have... Let's go with John first. Are you guys accepting uh, internships, like borderline free work for experience? Yes, um, I'm sorry. I was I rugged when I tried to um, go and talk, so I, I feel really bad. That looks bad on me. Um, but yes, that's what I was going to talk about. Uh, we are looking for people inside the team. If you bring value, I will hire you. Um, if you want to work on an internship so that you can learn your value and kind of hone your skill, yes, I'm open to that idea as well. Um, again, I don't have all the answers, so don't come to me to learn the, the craft. I will help you learn, and I'm learning myself, but Yes, for, for internships like you asked, I'm 100% open to the idea, as long as it's a topic that I can actually teach you on. Um, I'm not just going to sit here and blow smoke up your ass. That's not who I want to be as a person. So if I can help you, I will help you. If I can't, I'll try to find the best person that can help you, if that makes sense. I'll send you a DM, bro. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Maybe this, maybe this is what we should ask at the end of each poem. We always ask how to get involved, if stuff like that maybe we should ask for people to come here and connect with the project and get if they have any positions open like this thanks praxi good job john secure that internship let's go right uh, we have been going for an hour over an hour time moves fast when you're having fun before we wrap this up, I want to give you uh, Master Brax's mic one last time if there's anything you want to share. Um, no, anything in general about the project, about the space? Yeah, uh, first off, I just want to thank you, Adam, and uh, Zims, I believe, TK Zims, uh, for hosting the podcast. Um, appreciate you bringing me up. Adam, I do like that you just heard me in a random space and you were like, I like this guy. I need to bring him on to mine. Um, I'd love to come here another time so we can talk again. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Johnny. I see him in the crowd now. He joins Minute, but I, you know you can always spot a space rider in the crowd. I love that. Um, as far as it goes for the project, I do appreciate everybody taking the time out of their day to listen to this podcast. Um, again, our, like Matt touched to know how I spoke about it earlier, our project is about giving back to the holder. Um, we immediately are minting with Rich. Um, we're giving 
a small alpha here, uh, people that are minting first, if you sign up in our Discord, you're getting a small percentage of mint distributed only across those wallets. Um, that is the entire mint that is distributed across a small amount of wallets. Um, that's going to be a good, you know, uh, return for a few people. Um, so yeah, free merch, a little bit of the mint right off the back. We have an analytics tool. Uh, we have the school and we're going to be hosting live events. Um, it's, it's a great deal in my opinion. I really, I'll, I'll stop this halfway through. What's up, Tony? Tony? What's up, Tony? No, my bad, my bad. Um, I just, I'll wait for a minute. I just wanted to clarify a, a statement quickly. Yeah, go ahead. No, um, I wanted the question immediately. That's why I kind of stopped. So, what's up? No, no, no. This it's um on an, on another point. On another point. My bad. My bad. Oh no worries. Um, but yeah, that was kind of bringing it down to the end. Anyways, uh, I was gonna ask for questions. So yeah, if anybody has questions, or I'll just let Matt take the mic for a second. Thank you. Yeah, like he said, um, like like I said, giving back to the holders. Um, right down to ex exactly when post met happens. Um, giving away free merch to those who sign up, and then the percentage, um, just like just like Price said, not something a lot of people know really know about yet. So you guys are just like few that really know about that percentage thing. Um, access to analytic tools that are in beta beta access that are offered to us through our consulting firm that we work with, and these are analytic tools that are still in the process of being built. Therefore, like you know, beta access, um, but they're pretty much made to be able to help. Um, founders of projects and traders with their you know day-to-day -day objectives being able to help traders pick out different projects to make profits and uh be able to help founders in terms of building their projects and their communities um like i said we're trying to help everyone here not just a select few um and then our marketplace being able to offer our holders way to um purchase and sell merch and win raffles and purchase nfts and things of that nature and be able to make profit off of it be able to offer our drop shipping capabilities to other projects to be able to really enhance the entire industry as a whole. We're not really looking we're I mean, of course, we're looking to build an innovative and blue chip project here, but we're looking to help others build their dream and build their project into a blue chip as well. It's not only about us, it's about the industry and the community as a whole, and it will always stay that way. And then, you know, we have the Boot University. Um, we have the we have the Boot University where we have Kiri-Ann talking about drop shipping. We'll have lesson plans available right after Postmint. You'll be able to go into our Discord. You'll be able to look at exactly what we're going to teach you on a week-to-week -week basis um, in terms of drop shipping and digital marketing. And we have proven um, success stories that are teaching it as well. So everything, every everyone on our team is docs in terms of our core team members that will be teaching us everything. Um, and te teaching our holders everything. And then we have our live events um, and our pop-up shops. Um, like I said, this is something that is a web-free project, but we're, we want to take it out of it at one point and, you know, turn it into a lifestyle that can be more than just web3 as a whole. And we want to help other projects do that, not just ourselves. That sounds amazing. And I also heard back to free merch and I wrote it on your website as well. That sounds even more incredible. But Tony, I want to let you uh, clarify your statement as well. Yeah, no. Um, so I was I, I was talking about, you know, making money in, in DeFi earlier. And just in case some individuals are, are listening and they're not into crypto and they don't quite understand what, what that means, it's like, you know, why are you buying projects and why do you sell them so fast and why do you only look for APR? Because in crypto, there are two different types of investors, to be honest. There's, there's there's other classes and we kind of worked this out when I was in Orion Brooklyn. There are whales. The whales invest differently. Um, it, even in DeFi, whales invest differently. So if you see some individuals who are whales, they they will they will just do the Solana staking for ten percent because guess what? Ten percent on a million dollars is a lot of money. Okay, ten percent on a million dollars is a lot of money. Um, so they might just sit on those on those um, governance tokens and just fester. 100,000 um, US dollars a year for just staking Solana um, or staking ETH or staking their Koti. Um, whereas I would identify myself more as a shark. So sharks have a very different kind of um, behavior. We're much more sporadic. We look for opportunities rather than create opportunities. So the, the selling and moving on is because, not because the project's bad, not because um, the coin would, we might be getting is bad, but we might sense that the momentum is running out. We might sense that the emissions are coming to a close, or we might sense that there's a better opportunity elsewhere with a higher APR. And that's what kind of happened uh, two years ago with the Carve Wars, where they were just you know, changing their APRs daily 
one protocol is offering 30%, the other is offering 24%. And trust me, people were moving from one protocol to another protocol as and when those APRs changed. And yeah, so that was all just sharks rather than whales. Whales sit still. So it's not a bad thing. It's just we are always searching for the next best thing um, with, the, with the best APR. Definitely going to have to do an entire DeFi episode. I mean, you're going to be the honorable, honorary guest, the whale himself with Catalina Whale. Perfect. Uh, Bill, what's up? I guess it's Bill on the app script account, right? Yep, 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 yep. Hey, uh, so yeah, and actually we have, uh, with regard to Web3 jobs, we have a partnership, and I think some other projects have done this where what we token gated it behind our, our Goblin Games holders for the Goblin Games project um, with Rethinkable. You, there's like literally hundreds of web three jobs tons of projects out there anything from art to community managers to you know web devs to i'm just scrolling through it right now there's even uh aptos jobs there's aptos contract development business development collab managers full stack ui ux alpha callers social media managers discord moderators uh illustrators artists like i could keep going all day um marketer twitter manager like um, there's just so many jobs. I don't know if anyone even applies to these things from our Discord, but uh, it is a great, great, great resource. I think if you're looking to, um, you know, just like add on to um, maybe your full time gig and do some side work, or make it a full time gig, or take a couple gigs and make it full time Web three. Uh, so that resource is there. All you need is one goblin to get the to get in there. It's like point point two point three soul or something like that right now. So there you go. Also, high cred. I like your credit. I can't hear beer on my, on my regular iPhone. I have two, one on the phone as well. I think I got all of you. Uh, you were talking about Rethinkable. Uh, yes. I think didn't we have an episode with TJ. Do you remember? I think we had Rethinkable on as well. I think so. I think so. Can TJ not talk? Yo, since when does Tony have a whale is this pfp when did that happen about a week ago about a, i mean i guess they did go down to like i mean did they like did they have like 15 or 20 yeah so he plays sharkify loans so when the spread between the loan and the floor price is pretty um tight uh then you know you can you can buy one instantly take a loan on it and then go buy some other shit and then just play the floor price if that makes sense Tony could explain it better, but that's a whole other method to making money. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, I would never be smart enough to do it, but absolutely. I mean, that's that's wild if you can. Yep. And he's never as long as I've known him, I think. There's there's a lot of um there's a few hustles on, on Solana. Like, you know, there's making money web free. If you wanna do if you wanna do hustling, like hustling, that's that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> hustling on web three is is uh is very interesting as well. What's up? What's up, uh, Matt? All right. Oh, Matt goes first. Matt, I met that. Yeah, I was just um, going to say, um, if anyone had questions about our project, feel free to ask. Um, but we do have a couple of, uh, myself and practice, we do have a couple of meetings to attend to. Um, so we probably will be heading out here shortly. Um, but like we said, we appreciate everyone who was able to listen in on our project and um, even like our own, you know, um, I guess thoughts on how to make money online. And like I said, send a screenshot of yourself in this space, send it to us over Twitter, and uh, we will go ahead and get you uh, boo listed so that you can make early and get a cheaper price than the public. But um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, let's wrap it up uh, right now. We're going to host, we're going to host a, just going to host a something where we can keep discussing and then uh, Tony can get me into all these DeFi protocols and earn 600% APR. Perfect. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, Matt and Praxis, for telling us about making money online and your projects and giving out this wonderful boo list. If anyone missed anything, um, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these various streaming platforms, and uh, there's a lot of knowledge in this episode. One of the best I've done in a while. Um, Dropshipping, Web3 jobs, a lot of Web3 jobs, but various ways to make online. Hope you all had a great time. I had a great time indeed. Tomorrow, we're going to have... This one is uh, one that the whale is excited about. 
We're going to have Cardano and we're going to talk to uh, Carmen, who is the founder of this, what's the Ape Society, the the biggest Cardano project. He's going to come and tell us about Adam. That's going to be a super nice one. Make sure you follow Bood. Make sure you follow your neighbors in this space. And if you like to listen to us ramble, follow the pod. Shout out to Hyperlaunch for sponsoring us. Hyperlaunch is building a permissionless launchpad. And for the Bood guys, uh, this is very shortly going to be on ETH. So uh, if you're looking for a launchpad, feel free to reach out. Uh, it's going to be fully automated. Uh, you don't have to write any code. You can get all your arts and everything looking super pretty on the end page. I've gotten a song for the outro today, but I haven't heard this song, so I'm taking a risk here. I cannot sing along, but uh, I got this sent in my DMs, so I'm, of course, going to play it. Let's hear it. Thanks, everyone, so much for today. See you soon or tomorrow. Bye. I'm slow. I'm getting old, guys. Your addiction has altered your mind. Fuck you up, does it? I don't know.